0: Welcome to episode four of the Back in Action podcast. I'm Fuck. Kenny with my co-host Justin. Hello. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at. Um, what can you find us on? You food? fucking piece of shit. Podcast underscore back. I think it's podcast Jesus underscore Christ. back. Uh, you could you could probably find us there. You can uh, you could find us on YouTube when Justin can be asked. Uh, Hopefully, it will be soon. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, it's been a bitch. Then yeah. Other than that, uh, Justin, I, I have a question for you.
1: Mm.
0: I've something that I've been I've been dealing with a lot, like throughout my life, really. Um, I I Great. personally so we're,
1: we're in for an adventure, audience.
0: I personally love holding doors open for people. I don't understand this primordial feeling I feel within myself, but I feel the need to hold doors open
1: midwestern semi-kindness that you show towards people mm-hmm. holding doors
0: open is okay. so where are you going with this Ken? I'm okay. confused okay so here's the thing is that when you're holding a door open for someone I feel like there's an unspoken etiquette that no one's actually following and it upsets me greatly and I want to talk about things that upset me greatly
1: <sighs> what would that etiquette be Ken?
0: okay so well, I, I want to ask you this is, I, want to, I want to figure this out I want to suss it out Okay. All right. So you hold the door like you're walking through a door. Yes. And you're partway through the door and you know someone's behind you, but you don't know how far behind you they are. Yes. And so you prop the door open with your hand, you turn around, and you see that they're a lot farther behind you. I bail. You bail? I bail. Do you make eye contact?
1: Probably not.
0: If you have made eye contact, what do you do? Bail. <laughs> do you do you feel like an asshole? No. See, I do. I, like, there's, there's a certain amount of, like, oh, they're, they're far behind. I shouldn't be holding the door open. Like, it's, it's wrong for me. It sucks there for me. Is,
1: there is a distance. There mm-hmm. is a radius uh, to the point where it becomes weird. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and the, the, then there's, this there's like, two radii. There's the radius where, like, this makes sense. They're basically right behind you. Right. There's the radius far outside that where it's like, what are you doing? Just close the door. Right. But then there's this third radius or second radius, I think, yeah whatever it is midway between yeah midway between where the recipient mm-hmm. now feels obligated to speed up yes and that's that's the scariest one cuz now i feel like i've imposed
1: yeah no i hate doing that in fact and i hate making people feel that which is why i bail
0: <laughs> you just just don't hold doors ever
1: I do. When they're right behind me, when you have a set of double doors, not like double doors in the sense that there's a door and then there's another set Yeah, of it's
0: like, it's, yeah, it's two sets of doors yeah. in, in series.
1: You have, you can hold the door open for the person right behind you and then mm. they pass in front of you and then while not required, it is nice if they hold the next door open for see, you. See,
0: I feel like if you don't hold that next door open, you deserve to see a firing squad.
1: It's not a requirement for me. I do it. I don't expect other people to.
0: Uh, I don't know. I feel like when it is in series like that, you've, you have now set a standard and other people should be following that standard now. Like that's, that has created a new now. system.
1: The thing that I do when I'm in a rush or I just can't be asked is right. if there's somebody right behind me and there's a door that is, like, push or swing open, mm-hmm. I will purposefully push it far more open than mm-hmm. I need it so that it's still open for the next person.
0: See, there's a bit of a physics problem for that, though, is that there is the potential that its momentum on the backswing uh, worse. can harm someone. Yes. <laughs> so, like, I also do that, but I try to be very careful by not, like, literally just flinging it. I try to set it far and then let it go.
1: I've never heard of a situation of somebody being harmed by a door who wasn't under the age of 10.
0: Right, but I mean you you can't overestimate how smart someone is. This is true. Or how dumb someone is. This is true. I guess here's the okay, here's another here's another problem with door holding opening, all right? And here's here's something that I don't get. Okay, so I I enjoy holding doors open, not because I expect something out of it, sure. except for you to hold doors open for me if it's a series, obviously, as we've, as we've discovered here. But the thing that I, that I dislike is I hold the door open, and the person not only doesn't say thank you, mm. but doesn't even, like, acknowledge me. Like, there's not even, like, they look at me. They just go yeah, right past, like, they expected it.
1: That's kind of ass.
0: It's, it's a bit shit.
1: That is a badass.
0: That's that's the thing. Okay, so if someone I, held the door open for you, would right. you say thank you?
1: It. If I had my earbuds in, I usually just give a nod.
0: Right, a nod or like a hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. If I don't, then it's usually like, and they're clearly like standing there holding the door. Then yeah, they
0: give a thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you if you're propping the door open behind you, you get at least a hmm. Uh. But if you're whole, if you're standing there to the side holding the door open, then uh, that's a that is a thank you and maybe a tip. I don't know. Like maybe I'll maybe I'll give him a little handy.
1: So, what else instead of fucking holding doors open for people? Because I feel like we exhausted. No, no, stuff. I've
0: I haven't. I'm still. You I'm, have, I have oh, more. Christ. You don't understand. This is my daily fucking struggle. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Why is it a concern? It's listen. It's important to me. Okay, it's important to me. So it's not I, important. No, I can't. Okay, here's I guess here's the the real question. Is when are you obligated to hold the door open for someone else?
1: This is the radius definition. Uh, how, how far away are they?
0: But no, this is no. The question I'm asking is when are you? Me? Justin, when are you obligated? You have to hold the door open for someone else. Never. 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 Not at all? No. It is completely a politeness. Okay. Yeah. And so can we agree people that don't say thank you or at least acknowledge you when you hold the door open for them scumbags? Yes. Because
1: as established, holding a door open is something you don't need to do. It is a courtesy. It is a politeness. And you should say thank you.
0: Right. Um, This is like it upsets me every time that happens because I hold doors open a lot. I like doing this. Uh, It's a weird hobby of mine. That's actually how I met a girlfriend in high school.
1: You held it. open
0: for her. Well no, it's I held the door open every day. So my what I would do is you, Okay, hear hear me out. So at at my school there was a cafeteria in the middle of the school and everyone would like funnel into it from like a hallway sort of like a hook basically. And the doors You know, students would open them, and then a lot of times they'd close, and that would cause like, oh wait, you got to open the door again, and that would slow things down.
1: Coming out of like a cafeteria. Right,
0: and so I decided. Well, you know, what would speed the process up is if I just held the door open perpetually, Mm -hmm. and I bring my own lunch, so I don't have to wait in line. I don't care. So I would just hold the door open, Uh, and I just did that for my entire senior year. I would just do that when I when I went to lunch. It didn't bother me. It was like five minutes out of my day. It was whatever. Didn't matter. Uh, and a lot of people thought it was kind of cool and one person especially uh, thought it was cool and weird and so she would just stand next to me and talk to me and be like why are you doing this i don't know i just i just enjoy holding doors for people it's just it's fun you are
1: feeding the neckbeard fantasy
0: right i know that's the thing is i no, i ended up
1: feeding this nice guy fantasy which
0: is weird because that was not my intention <laughs> i did not want to like i'm going to get a girlfriend this way it's like no 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 one no one sane tries that oh. Like that—that just happened to me. Uh, And then in college, this is actually someone we know, one of the Egyptians. Who does? Uh, Door uh, holding. No, I held the door. How I met her was I was holding a door open in in the library of the school uh, on one of the higher floors, and she was walking towards me, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'll I'll keep the door held open." And she was in that second radius, where like, "Oh, you should be speeding up now," okay, but she wasn't. And I was like a bit weirded out by this, and I was making eye contact with her. I'm like, Are "You gonna like hurry up or something?" And then and then she got to a door that was to the side, and, she, and opened the map. she looked me in the eye when she was like a few yards away from me, and said, "Oh no, I'm not going through that door." And then she turned and went into the door that she was going to go into. And I'm like, "Why did you let me stand here for so long?" This, this, this. I mean, granted, that's mostly on me.
1: That is mostly on you. But that you, brings up the question of: Is this a cultural thing?
0: Well, this this is. I feel like this is like a wrong hand wave thing, or like wrong wrong wave. Oh. Uh, We're like if.
1: Do I if, know that person?
0: Yeah, like that's the thing. It's like yeah. if someone waves at you, or if you if you're waving and someone else waves that wasn't supposed to, are you under some obligation to like gesture to them in some way? No, not you. Or do you just kind of let it keep happening until? Uh,
1: that's weird because if I if I am flagging someone down and. There's a third party that thinks I am flagging them down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird to acknowledge them,
0: right? Like you just you just kind of like hope that they don't that they notice that you're not looking at them, you're looking past them, right? That's but the thing is with that, I guess that's something that just happens to everyone. Yes, everyone's got that. I think my brother had something weirdly similar, but in a much more aggressive fashion, where someone wrong number texted him. Okay, and. He just said, oh, sorry, you got the wrong number. And then the guy got really aggressive and angry about it. <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, that's, that's he's like, what the like, fuck do you mean? <laughs> that's just no,
1: that's just dumb. Yeah, <laughs> that's just being an asshole.
0: Right. Like it's I don't understand that. But like if How? you if you were kind of a dick about like a wrong hand wave, like then you're then you're being a super asshole. Right. But with the, the door thing, I feel like that is a that is a mechanism of everyone's torment. Because, like, there's no way that the other person doesn't feel awkward when they have to tell you, no, I'm going through this door.
1: I just don't even say anything. <laughs> I just keep
0: walking. <laughs> just, so this is the thing is, you're not you're not as courteous as I am. You're not as aggressively courteous as I am. No, I don't feel the need to be. <laughs> I do. I don't, I don't feel the need to be. It is, it is purely
1: a courtesy. Right. And because I did not act on the courtesy of you holding the door open, because that's not the door I'm going through, I don't have a reason to acknowledge you. Fair enough. <laughs> That's my logic.
0: That was the thing, though, is that my, the friend of mine that, I, that, that happened with me with that, that was a sentence. Uh, <laughs> the friend that I did that with, I guess that happened. We became friends later. But the thing is, I saw her once at Nice Rink near the school mm. uh, with her skates untied and tripping over them and, like, holding onto the railing the whole time. And one time she and I were talking about, like, when did, when did I first see you? And I the door. and I explained both of those events, and she said, "I don't remember the door holding event. That sounds really embarrassing for you. Please don't remember the ice rink event. That way we <gasps> can we can have an equivalent exchange on this." And I said, "No, because <laughs> both of those are hilarious." <laughs> All right, so being wrong on the internet is hard? Easy? No, uh,
1: it's very easy to be wrong. On I the mean, internet.
0: it's easy to be wrong on the internet. It's hard to do it though. What do you mean? But like. Okay, like, you're wrong on the internet. That's just a tough thing you got to live with now. Like, you you put something out there that's forever.
1: Well, I mean, you can... You can't remove that error, but you can feasibly pin it and say, like, this is wrong now.
0: Right, and that's what we're going to do now with some uh, feedback and follow-up.
1: I did not not re-listen to the first three episodes in order to... Of course you did. ...to to get ready for this, because the second episode was mainly us talking about Nintendo stuff. Right. I had my phone up, so I was pretty confident in what I said. Mm-hmm. The third episode was just, we just ranted. Yeah, ranted like about Sonic. the Sonic movie. Very so. opinionated. Right. But the first episode, um, can I understand you said you have some things you want to correct?
0: Well, there there's something from the second episode that I, that I know off the top of my head. I didn't write anything down. So, you of know. course not. No. Of course uh, not. In the second episode, I gave Justin some incredibly stunning information about Pokemon Sword sales where I said that it was the highest-selling game on the Switch of all time. It is not. It It is is. patently false. No. Mario Kart 8. Yeah, Mario Kart 8. uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield are the fifth highest? I think was what we we got. Justin's going to pull it up with his clickety-clackety keyboard.
1: So this was something that as soon as Ken brought it up to me, um, I immediately decided to look up on uh, uh, what the best-selling Switch games are. And the top ten at time of recording... Is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Super Mario Odyssey, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, Splatoon 2, Super Mario Party, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, and Luigi's Mansion 3. Luigi's Mansion 3 surprises
0: me. Because that, that is
1: easily the newest one.
0: Yeah. No?
1: On, On that see. list, yeah.
0: Pokemon Sword and Shield came out well after that, I'm pretty sure. Gonna do some more Googling. Are we about to be wrong on the internet again? Luigi's Mansion
1: 3. The release date was October 31st, 2019. And Pokemon Sword... Okay, no. November.
0: Yeah. It was November. Yes. Fuck ass. How does it feel to be wrong? Moron.
1: So yeah, on this list, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield is the, is the newest...
0: What was the, there was something in episode one that I got wrong, or one of us got wrong or both of us got wrong, I'm trying to remember I
1: remember episode one was, we, we did our top ten games of the decade, yeah, that was very opinionated,
0: that was, that was mostly opinionated there was another thing that we were talking about, it was some like other ancillary shit, car shit, we were talking about that, that we
1: talked about how you broke your window in your
0: car, oh right that's funny, uh, in the second episode we talked about my mouth surgery, uh, I've reached a conclusion on that by the way, I got the, uh, the sutures taken out I still haven't gotten an answer on why they didn't put me under. They just didn't. I'm guessing insurance didn't cover it. I don't know. It's kind of funny still. But my mouth looks and feels mostly normal.
1: The audience doesn't care.
0: I care. Actually, what they what they had to do was they they took, like, the, the sutures out. Sure. They said, all right, bite down on this. It's like, okay, and grind your teeth. I ground my teeth, and they said, all right, so the way your teeth are set, uh, just sitting there normally. Uh, you're pushing that tooth towards the gum a bit, and that might cause extra recession in the future. We're going to grind your tooth down. And I my immediate reaction was, I want you to never say those words again. This
1: feels like the brute force solution.
0: It is, but I mean, it works. And she's she literally just said, "It's we won't, you, we won't even charge you for it. It's literally just, you won't even feel it. It's just, we take this and we basically tap it against the back of your tooth until it's set. It's like less than a millimeter. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll do it then. It was, once they told me you don't even need to like... Pay for it? Pay, no, not that. It's, you won't, we won't even need to numb you up for it. I was like, oh, okay. I don't care then. Did it, did,
1: did you feel it happen? I no,
0: I, I felt a sensation of something touching my tooth. Yeah. But that was it. Okay. It was, it was basically, they took like a... A spinning grindstone, and they just lightly tapped the back of my tooth with it, okay. and then I was healed. They just did. They just
1: pulled out a fucking drumel and stuck it in your
0: mouth. Basically, yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't stick it in my mouth. They finessed it into my mouth. I guess is the the more correct way of uh, putting it. There what was. You want it that? It was also okay. So I felt really embarrassed when this happened, but no one said anything. Was one of the like nurses or the dentist assistant things mm-hmm. put like a tube in my mouth? Okay. I think to suck up moisture or whatever. Right. Um, but this wasn't one of the small tubes where like the, the dentist will eventually go, okay, now close your mouth around it. Yes. It was a bigger tube. But when she took the drill out, I instinctively closed my mouth around the bigger tube. Uh, they didn't say anything to me. They didn't say, no, you're not supposed to do it that. Might, or, what have you, you done? You know what? They
1: might have encountered enough for it to be like, this is a natural thing. Right. A natural reflex that people have.
0: Because I've gone to the dentist a lot. And so yes. I just, my my immediate thought when there's sucky tube in my mouth and nothing else is closed mouth. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't say anything. But I kind of got a, a brief look from the, the doctor that was holding it and was like, that wasn't what I wanted you to do. <laughs> I'm not going to be angry about it That's right now. That's really funny. Yeah. Also, have you ever notice how bad saliva smells?
1: Saliva does smell bad. Like, I mean, bad breath in general is okay. hard to
0: get rid of. N- not even bad breath. It's literally like if you, even if you brush your teeth and immediately after that lick a spoon and then just leave it there, mm-hmm. come back to it, smell it. It's going to be awful. Well, yeah, because you left it sitting. Well, no, it's not just that. Like saliva just smells bad. It just does.
1: Yeah, but it's also compounded by the fact
0: that you left it sitting. Well, true, but well, okay. <laughs> Anyways, getting very off topic here. There is no topic. This no. Is just We just ramble on and on. Um, Why do you
1: make me do this? Why do you drag me into this hell?
0: I need someone. Audience,
1: audience, send help. My address is one two three help.
0: No, John Tron, it is not. I'll hurt you. Help. Do you have any idea how many times I have to cut out you plagiarizing jokes?
1: Because I know you cut them out, Ken. Because I know you cut them
0: out. That I'm, is the reason. No, that. the thing is, I'm not going to cut this out. Huh? I'm going to I'm gonna let the audience know. You're a fuck. Speaking of shit getting cut out, so Persona
1: 5 Royal is being released this month in the States.
0: Nice segue, Justin. There's a whole bunch of
1: releases this month. There are four in particular that Ken and I are- Caring about. Caring, yeah, I guess he could say excited for. One of them just happened, which is uh, Polka Dungeon again.
0: I'm excited. Still haven't bought it because I'm a little tight on cash. (laughs) And I couldn't find a physical copy. I like physical copies, so, you know, I'm I'm waiting on that. I have a secret place that will not disclose that I like to get games from. Reason why Pirates. Wrong. (laughs) It's, I like to get games from this place because they are cheaper uh, than they should be. A game that will be sold for $60 literally everywhere. They will sell for $50. It's awesome. I'm not going to say where this place is uh, because... I am a fuck, and I want it all for myself. I don't want other people going to my I'm place sure, to buy I'm games. I'm sure other people figured it out already. I mean, other people that maybe live in this area.
1: So there's that. There's Pokemon Dungeon again. Mm-hmm. Um, on the 20th, we have both Animal Crossing New Horizons mm-hmm. and Doom Eternal. I am super excited for Doom. And Ken is sort of...
0: Lukewarmly um, excited for both of them. For both of them.
1: Uh, and the 31st, something we're actually both excited for. Well, I guess sort of both is an idea. We I've played this game in a pa- in the past, and Ken,
0: I played through a chunk of it.
1: Okay, which is Persona Five. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: really Persona Five was, Royal is the it's the re release with like extra shit.
1: Yes, but the original Persona Five is what we've played before. Uh, I've played before, and is one of the few JRPGs that I've legitimately enjoyed from beginning to end. Mm. But Royal, as with the as Atlas does with their mainland Persona games, you have the base game. And about a year or so-ish later, or I guess in this case, it's been... A few years.
0: A few years. What was 2017?
1: We just talked about being 2017. wrong. 2017. We just talked about being wrong on the internet.
0: We have the internet in front of us. Use it. Clickety-clackety. Persona 5. Oh!
1: 2016. 2016. September
0: 15th. Was that the Japan release or the U.S. release? It says initial release, so I'm assuming that's Japan. Yeah, because in um, the U.S. Me, it got released slightly later, I let think. Let me pull up the Wikipedia,
1: because that's going to have more dates. This one just says the Wikipedia just says September sixteenth.
0: Well, fuck oh, me. All right.
1: Worldwide, April
0: twenty seventeen. There we go. All right. So, so two years ago, for three years ago for people that matter. Yeah. Uh,
1: so yeah, Royals is, is coming out in the states. It's already been out since November. In Japan. In Japan, it's either October or November of last mm-hmm. year. Um, and it's found. It's going to come out in the states at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. And there has been some words. That have been thrown around regarding a specific scene within Persona 5. Right. There are two scenes where Ryuji and the main... Whatever your main character's name is in the game. Are approached by two very flamboyant homosexual men. Um, who... And I've watched the scenes back um, after this controversy started. Because I originally totally forgot that they happened.
0: Right. Because they're both like 30 seconds long.
1: Right. I originally totally forgot that they happened. And, and then I heard about the controversy of like... Oh, they're cutting out this anti... Like, this I, homophobic scene. Right, right, this homophobic scene. And I'm like, I don't even remember. So I had to go and I had to look up the original scene literally this morning. And I watched both of them. And it's... Of course, when it comes to this topic, it's always touchy. Because you always have people who are... Right. Gonna... It's
0: it's always slightly political, one way right. or another. yeah.
1: In my honest opinion, I think people are making too much of a fuss about it. I understand that this... These two guys are clearly meant to be gay stereotypes, mm. and I can understand why that would be a problem for people who are gay. But the thing is, is that these two dudes are also clearly, A, they're one-off characters. They're there for two scenes. They don't even crazy. have names. No. One it's of the them,
0: beefy trendsetter or something. The beefy
1: trendsetter and the scruffy romantic Right. are the names of the two Which dudes.
0: are hilarious names.
1: <laughs> but it's just like, and it's not like, oh, it's it's, it's shining like a negative light on gay people. These two guys are clearly, like, straight-up harassing them. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not just, like, a gay character that the... Two gay characters that the that the main cast made fun of. Or this is not two gay characters that are being put in, like, a negative light by the main cast. These are two dudes who walked up to them on the street and started harassing them. Yeah. And whether that harassment be sexually charged or not, it is still harassment.
0: Right. Like, so, what if... What if- Let's let's change the scene a little bit. And sure. I know that a lot of people like to... Oh, well, what if it was a black guy or something like that? Like, it's still oh, harassment. We, yeah. Like, what if we changed it? It's like, what if it was a straight couple harassing So, Which, granted, I don't know if that would be weirder. I don't know if that's... Cause a I, guy that's, and
1: a girl making fun of someone
0: else? Or, like, not making fun of them, but, like, trying to seduce them. Well... Like, that's that's sort of what they... they it, okay, the scene was... The two gay men are acting semi-predatorily. Like, yes. they're like, oh, we'll we'll take you home. Yes. We'll do something. There are some yeah. very
1: creepy lines.
0: Right. Like, it's it's very cre- creepy, and I I want to emphasize that it's played for laughs. It's played it as a is. joke. It it's, is. played as a joke. Yeah. Because and,
1: Ryuji gets dragged off in the first scene.
0: No, he doesn't.
1: No, oh, he runs away. Yeah. Sorry. He runs away in the first scene, yeah. and it is very much played off as, like, this is meant to be funny.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. It's like the... The entire thing—it's not drenched in "haha fuck gay people." It's—it's mm-hmm. it's more drenched in like, "Oh, here's the stereotype. Let's laugh at the stereotype."
1: Right. That's not necessarily laugh at gay people. Mm-hmm. This because because this, they are very clearly flamboyant. I'll use that word. Right. Um. They have the wrist.
0: Yeah. They—they uh, they look like gay stereotypes. They do. And that is part of what I understand the problem that some people have with the scene is. Um, another problem that people have with the scene is obviously that it's a pair of gay men acting very predatorily, and they're going like, oh, well... Which I feel is the bigger issue here. Right, that is that, if I were to have a problem with the scene, it would be that. It's like, and I haven't played all the way through the game, so I don't know this, but from all what I understand, those are the only gay characters in the game, really? Uh, yes. Uh, so, it's, you can make the case that the only gay characters in the game are predatory assholes? I played through it.
1: But it's a long-ass fucking game, mm-hmm. and I do not remember a lot of the smaller details. Right. Again, I totally forgot this. these two scenes with these guys existed until somebody brought up that it was an issue.
0: Right. Like, I've played all the way through 3 and 4, and if you brought me any of, like, those small scenes from 3 and 4, I would probably also have forgotten them. Right. I, I do remember, actually, quite vividly, Persona 3 had a similar scene. I guess a scene that, like, I could imagine people also having trouble with is, um, like, almost a transphobic scene. Where there's, uh, like, the guys in the group are trying to hit on women on the beach, and most of them are turning them down. But then there's this one woman who's t- hitting on them, and they're hitting it off. And then one of the other guys looks at her and goes, like, oh, yeah, you didn't quite shave enough, sir. You still have some facial hair on you. And he's <laughs> like, again, yeah, that's a funny scene.
1: I think that's just a jab.
0: Yeah, you could construe that as, like, oh, that's transphobic, or oh, that's wrong. You could construe a lot of jokes like that. Like if it's a joke about a group or about a member of a group and it's about an element of that group. Right. Then that can be construed as but you're punching at that fa- group. You're attacking. A
1: facial hair on a woman does not immediately mean...
0: Trans. Trans. Well, that's that was what the implication was. That's right. what it was.
1: Um, and I feel like for a lot of these one-off jokes or a lot of these one-off characters mm-hmm. that it's not worth making a fuss about because there are... Certainly, and obviously it's hard to get a hold of these now because a lot of publishers don't even want to touch them. Right. But there are a lot of works that their entire purpose is to be homophobic or to be right. Righteous. And that is clearly, it's like, okay, it's difference between something like Persona, where a few of the writers went, Ooh, let's have a little laugh. We're gonna put in this one jab, we're gonna mm-hmm. put in this this one little line, and then but then the entire story goes on regardless. Right. Versus a person who sat down and said, I'm going to create this for the purpose of being homophobic or racist.
0: Right. Like, this is a game entirely about how awful gay people are and shit like that.
1: There was a game called... Was it The Cleansing?
0: Oh, yeah. Is that the one where you're playing in a prison and you're beating up or killing, like, gay and black people? Yes. It was, like, so wasn't it made by the Klan or something like this that? This game... And I'll be
1: honest with you right now, audience. It is... It is a riot. The game is hysterical. But it is hysterical because the creator's... We're trying to make it serious.
0: Right, like they have no self-awareness. Right.
1: Um, the game is the game is hysterical. I believe it's called The Cleansing. I'm going to actually look it up.
0: Oh, God. And it
1: is... Uh, this is
0: exactly the thing we need to associate with our brand is The Cleansing. No, 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 no. It's, it... <laughs> now, this is not something that I thought that we, we were going to talk about when I sat down today. So. Ethnic
1: Cleansing is ethnic. the name of the game. That's which even Which is even
0: better. Yeah, that's pretty um, fucking great. So,
1: Ethnic Cleansing. This game is a riot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is... I'm just going to read you guys the Wikipedia page and I'm going to let you decide um, because I personally think like this is so over the top and takes itself – like over the top in the wrong way where it takes itself way too seriously and it's trying to – again, pr- someone sat this down and made this for the purpose of being like, oh, fuck the blacks and fuck the gays and blah, blah, blah. And it's just, I'm going to clip
0: that. It's absurd. <laughs> I'm going to clip Justin saying fuck the blacks and fuck <laughs> the gays.
1: Clip and put it right up on Twitter. Yeah ethnic cleansing video game the wikipedia page ethnic cleansing is a first person shooter video game for microsoft windows computers created by the american white supremacist organization national alliance and published by its record label resistance records on january 21st 2002 as part of a race war it is literally in quotes the player controls a neo-Nazi skinhead or a Klansman and is tasked with killing stereotypical African, Mexican, and Jewish enemies, ending ending with then-Israeli Prime Minister Ariel... Uh, yeah, name Ariel, you can't pronounce. Yeah, his last name is Shiran. Ariel Sharon. So yeah, I do remember that. The game does end in you killing the Prime, uh, the the, prime the Minister. The Prime Minister
0: is real. That's oh, Israel. insane.
1: Using... Da, 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 it talks about the engine... Uh, this game has been controversial. <laughs> It is one of the most controversial games ever created.
0: Up there with Postal 2. Uh
1: yeah, but Postal
0: 2 is fun. Yeah, Postal 2 is self-aware. Like that's the joke. The joke is that it's brazenly offensive.
1: Yeah, Post- Postal 2's joke is everything is offensive. Postal
0: 2's joke is it's that game, but like making fun of it.
1: Yes. It was planned to be followed by a long by a long line of sequels, but only one titled White Law was ever released. That is a, okay, that is a fucking amazing title.
0: White law. White
1: Law. That's Holy oh,
0: shit. That's so fucking stupid. This is so
1: that's bad. that's oh excitingly
0: God. stupid. I love that. Oh the screenshot is awful.
1: Oh Christ. Oh this okay. Yeah.
0: For those of you who who, who
1: can maybe who can maybe stomach it, because there are some parts of this game, obviously it's two thousand and two graphics, so very like Kind of second generation polygons. Right.
0: It's not gra- It's not really graphic, but it's, no. You but know.
1: for for those of you who are like,
0: this is cringe. I'm
1: I'm, I'm down to see some cringe. This is incredibly cringy, and it is hysterical. So yeah, ethnic cleansing. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: the video game. Yeah. But anyways, as we were saying, Persona Five Royal.
1: <laughs> yeah, getting back to a good video game.
0: Well, actually, no. Before we say that, I just want to say, what was the, what was that organization called? That national alliance?
1: White supremacist organization called the National Alliance. The and
0: the National Alliance, that's such a dumb name.
1: Let me open up the tab. Oh god, here's their logo. Wait! Is that? Their logo is part of the HUD of the game.
0: It's just perpetually there as you play. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I can understand that. I can I could see us go, like someone going, yeah. So know.
1: would this be considered then a piece of propaganda?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Persona 5 is also homophobic propaganda. We can totally... <laughs> That's
1: what we were just talking
0: about. Right. Anyway, um, yeah. Be- bringing it back to Persona 5. I also like that the, the Nazi group has a record label. I just like that description of it. It's called a record label. I'm um, sure it's just i I'm sure it's just a, I'm sure it's just just a publisher. A publisher. Yeah, yeah. Which, realistically, a publisher can be two dudes. Right, it could. It could be me. Like, it could just be, like, I'd press CDs in my basement. Uh,
1: based in Canada.
0: That's... Even weirder too. Owned to by
1: Resistance LLC, which was closely connected with the organization
0: National Alliance. Gee, <sighs> I, I wonder why. wonder how that could have happened.
1: It produced and sold music by neo-Nazi and
0: white supremacist
1: musicians, primarily through its website. Oh God, those songwriters
0: have to be hysterical. This episode's taken a dark turn.
1: <laughs> I... I love people who take themselves way too seriously. I,
0: mean, I think it it's is, It is great. It's good cringe material. Ugh. But well, anyways, uh, Persona 5 isn't that. Persona no, f-
1: Persona 5 is, is a very good game that actually has a very mature way of dealing with some of its characters' issues. As do all the Persona games. The Persona yeah. games are, for being about high schoolers who use magical monsters to fight demons in another dimension, they do have surprisingly mature Concepts that they tackle.
0: Yeah, it's and it's great, and I love it for that. And I don't think that I don't know. I'm trying to think of a way I I should put it for the, these two small scenes. Mm. For these two small scenes, the thing that I think is overblown here is the fact that the characters are gay. I think that you know it's just they're shitty people. Okay. Yes, they're, I think they're that doing is- shitty stuff. And the fact that they are gay, it only, like, they could only really be doing that if they were gay. Unless it was, like, a bisexual couple, a man and a woman. Or a lesbian couple. Right. Or, like, a bisexual lesbian. Like, something because they can't harass Ryu. They can't both be harassing Ryuji unless they're both gay men.
1: Mm.
0: Or, like, because Ryuji might be up for a woman harassing him. Like, that's that's his character. He might not be wholly against he does,
1: that. There is a scene, Um. so the second scene of the gay men... Uh, is the first scene is they, they approach them on the street and the second scene is they approach them at the beach because mm. every anime has to have a beach episode and Persona 5 certainly has uh, the beach segment mm-hmm. but anyway they're at the beach and the girls go off to do something and the three guys the main character Ryuji and I cannot remember his name at the moment
0: he's some a, other dude he's
1: the artist dude um, he wears a hoodie to the beach he I know goes, what you're talking about. Uh oh, it gives me fucking aneurysm. I'm like, dude, take that fucking thing off. Anyway, Ryuji convinces them, the girls are gone. Let's 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 go talk to some women. Let's right. let's 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 go get friendly. And obviously Ryuji's not the kind to be like, oh let's drug him up and like mm. uh, Ryuji's not that. For anybody who's played the game, he is just an absolute goofball and has he does not have a bad bone in his body. No. He's just a silly dude. And it's during that scene where they're walking around from from girl to girl, trying to be like, "Hey," start a conversation, and they, they mm. get rejected. And then the gay dudes show up, right? And they're like, "Oh, we'll talk to you, right?" Um, and that's that second scene. Yeah.
0: So, which honestly kind of makes it funnier because again, yes. it's a it's a it's, <laughs> a it's a fun little inversion on what's going on, and it's but it's being done in an abjectly creepy way. Yes. And so it's it, he's see it's kind of like getting comeuppance that you didn't deserve. <laughs> It's it's the reverse of Persona Three. We're in Persona Three, the characters were kind of being dicks, and then at least that's my memory of it, I haven't played it in a while. And then the trans woman comes up to them and they they get almost juked out on that. Okay, back to Persona five though. So here's here's the thing is that yeah, they're shitty people, I get that, and that's just but and you can make joke out of that. That's sure. funny. Uh, and people are upset well they're the only gay characters in the game they're acting predatorily or you're saying all gay people are predatory I don't think that's what the game is going for a bit of a stretch yeah I think that the game is just making a stereotypes joke now granted right. you can be upset by a stereotypes joke I don't think that's entirely a bold or wrong thing to say sure. it's like the stereotypes joke is offensive or it's wrong I don't mm-hmm. like it and that's fair there are some stereotypes jokes that I think are jokes made in good faith and good humor right. uh, that I think are still you know I wouldn't. I wouldn't defend it. You know, for like, those
1: of you who know who the stand-up comedian uh, Iggy Azalea is, or his, his stage name is Fluffy, um, he has a. Gabriel record. Iglesias. Iglesias, Iggy Azalea.
0: Iggy fu- Azalea is a musician, I believe. I'm gonna go. Uh, Vanquish yourself. Vanquish yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah you so probably anyway, should.
1: The stand-up comedian.
0: Gabriel Iglesias.
1: Gabriel Iglesias, not Iggy Azalea, not the rap artist. <laughs>
0: Being wrong on the internet. Oh, Christ. Oh, like that. Oh, yeah. That was the other thing. Uh, Eddie Murphy. I'm going to get slammed. It was Eddie Murphy in episode one. I'm going to get slammed. Anyway, he's
1: a great comedian.
0: He has a running gag
1: regarding the racist gift basket, which is a running gag between him and his friends to gift each other the most racist possible gifts according to who they are. So he is a –
0: Mexican, right. He's
1: Latin, he's Latin American. And so he gets gift baskets containing. He's like, the one is like the the blanket, the woven blanket or whatever. And yeah, so
0: that's funny, right? right? That's like, whereas stuff like, you know, even if it is in good faith and it's not, and it's meant in good humor, it's not meant to be like upsetting just on its own. Like blackface. There are some people that do blackface as an actual joke. And they're not hateful or racist. Right. I would still not defend that. I wouldn't be like. Oh you should totally keep that in. It's super important. And it's fun. like no. It probably isn't that funny. And it's also just. I mean granted. I defend your right to say it and do it. I think it's a bad idea. Right. Uh, and But with this. I don't think it crosses that threshold of blackface. I think it's. <laughs> I, no, I
1: don't think it crossed that threshold either. No,
0: now here's here's where I'm here's where I feel the controversy truly should lay is that it got pulled from Royal only in the West. So in Japan, that scene is still in it, and you can still
1: buy Persona Five original yeah, in and the just, states. And just
0: have that scene unedited. Right now, here's here's where it gets a little bit weird. Mm. It gets a little bit like. Now, now we're getting into the political fight. It's the boxing ring, sure. and this is where this is why this conversation is even happening. Is that you have people on one side who have been fighting to get it pulled from the game in one way or another, mm. and they they've gotten it taken out of this re-release. Mm. Uh, and I remember actually, I was listening to the um, Sacred Symbols podcast, and Chris Reagan said, "Oh, well, it's still in the original game. They're not pulling it from the original." It kind of doesn't actually matter. Mm. The thing that I think I I would say matters, but I think like is telling about the people on both sides of this argument is if you see this as some grand victory of we got 60 seconds of a, a, a slightly edgy joke pulled from a game. Yeah, this is amazing. Or if you're on the other side of they pulled this 60 seconds of. An edgy, a, an edgy joke from a game—it's ruined, and they've destroyed it. And it's the the SJWs are coming to kill us again. It's it's not worth the fuss. It's it's incredibly inconsequential. And the thing is, it's like two. There's two levels of it to where I'm willing to accept it as it is. First yeah. off, Atlas did it. It wasn't some third party came in and said you have to do this. Right. You could argue there was some public outrage and they've responded to it, and that's forcing them. But it isn't really. Mm-hmm. How many people would not buy the game if? That was still in it. Probably I, very, very few. I
1: still plan on eating rolls. Right. Yeah.
0: It's it's like that. And then there's also the factor of they didn't do this in Japan. They only did this in the West. In the which makes me think this was only a big fuss in the in, in the states. states. We were the like people from here were the only people that actually cared about that, and I think that. The, the conversation is less about the scene and more about the people fighting on either side of the scene. And so that's – when you go onto Twitter and you see stuff about this, it's not going to be stuff where it's like, oh, this is why it's homophobic. This is why it's not homophobic. This is why it's just a joke. This is why right. it's not just a joke. No. The entire conversation is those people are homophobes because they want to keep it in. And then the other side going, those people are toxic SJW feminazis because they want to out. take it out. Right.
1: and the game is kind of just caught in the crossfire
0: right the game the game just because of this single element has become just another battleground in the big air quotes culture war and it's it's 60, annoying
1: 60 seconds
0: out of a video game and right the, and
1: if that is 60
0: night- seconds out of like a hundred hour video game. right
1: not and not even a video game like that that is meant to be played for for a little bit like it's a standard sort of campaign of like maybe like like a like a standard shooter campaign of like 12 hours or something no like, Persona is a long-ass game. It is and a
0: JRPG, be, yeah. It
1: is meant to be a long-ass game. Right. And so I honestly think that people are just...
0: It's a, it's a manufactured issue.
1: It's, they're making too much a
0: Speaking about long-ass fucking games and
1: JRPGs, the Final Fantasy VII demo. Right, we played that. We both actually played it individually. Right. Um,
0: now, I've, I've played the original of Final Fantasy VII before. You
1: have? I haven't.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, I wouldn't recommend it for you, uh, I'd recommend it to literally any of our listeners, though, uh, because it's a it's a great game. Well, it's a game. I enjoyed it. I, I don't know if I'd say hot takes. You know. Final Fantasy VII is just fine. Final Fantasy Seven is on my on my like list of top <laughs> Final Fantasy games I've played. I think it's actually directly in the center. Final Fantasy
1: Seven for you, I feel, is like the 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 golden eye for me. Mm. Where people
0: hold it up as this, this great thing. Well, the and, thing is, GoldenEye is around. aged like milk. So is Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII visually is aged like milk, but in terms of gameplay, it's still fine. Like, GoldenEye is still unplayable.
1: <laughs> GoldenEye was unplayable when it
0: launched! Right, like, that's
1: the thing. <laughs> anyway, getting off of GoldenEye. Right. Um, Final Fantasy VII, the demo came out. They did the combat different. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I haven't played Final Fantasy XV. And I understand that this is not Final Fantasy XV's combat system. So the way the combat works, for those of you who haven't played the demo, stop now, play it, download it on PS4. It is, if you have a PS4, it is free. Download it, play it, uh, and, then, and then come back because it is, it's an hour and it's free. Mm-hmm. You weren't going to use the hour anyway. Um,
0: Listen to this while you play it.
1: <laughs> so the way this game works is it is in real time. And you have to run up and hit dudes and dodge attacks and, and, and block in real time. Mm-hmm. However, in doing this in real time, by blocking and attacking and dodging and whatnot, you you and every every one of your party members, I say you, whatever character you're playing as mm-hmm. uh, in your party. So in the demo, you got to play as Cloud and Barrett. and Barrett, You get to control them in the combat. You can jump between them. And when you aren't directly controlling them, a CPU takes over their actions. Mm-hmm. And as they fill up the gauge... You get two little divots on the gauge, right? And once you fill up one of the divots, you're able to stop time and do a command. And the way this command works is it stops time, it pulls up a menu, and you literally go through it like you would a normal turn-based game. You get attack, you get uh, ability, magic, item, and there's another one I can't remember. Uh, Ability, magic, and item, Mm -hmm. and then you pick them, and then you pick the thing you want to do from that list, and then it the character points, will just do that. Yeah, and then it points to the different enemies: Soldier A, Soldier B, Robot yeah. A, Robot B. And then you pick, and then it does the action. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the game continues in 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 real time. And the idea behind this is that you are able to have multiple characters in your party have at least one pick that you are then able to stop time consecutively and knock off a bunch of stuff really fast.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's honestly not too bad. Yeah. Um,
0: for the kind of game it's trying to be, for, like, an action JRPG that's also coming off of something from the 90s, mm-hmm. like, that works. I can dig it. My big problem with it is that it is now an action game, and so I am judging it on those merits. Right. And so, as a guy that likes DMC and Bayonetta, I'm like, why can't I jump? Why can't I throw the guy in the air, change the Barrett, and shoot him, right. like, consistently? Mm-hmm. The, game, the game's combat is just cool-looking enough and just... I would say nothing about the combat is actually that interesting. No, like, not really. I would, it is weirdly it's better as a turn-based JRPG. I think that it's it has more interesting shit you could do in the original at least that I remember. Again, we only have the demo. So maybe right. maybe if I play through the whole thing I'll be like Oh, it is, the it's, demo
1: the demo is the first hour. Hour,
0: yeah.
1: Not really the first hour of gameplay cuz the cutscenes are a little much. Mm. And that is something that is that's a completely another thing to pitch about. Right. But the cutscenes are a bit much, I think. Ken got through it in. We both got through it about forty-five minutes to an hour.
0: Yeah, I'm bad at video games, so it took me longer. And Justin fell asleep during one of the cutscenes.
1: Uh, I did. I did actually. I, Ken, to tell you, we were sitting on the couch, and uh, we were going through one of the playthroughs. I was.
0: We I, I was actually angry with you. I was like, "Motherfucker, we're doing this thing together as like as a couple, and you're completely." I. Fu- it's Final Fantasy. Yes, I fell asleep. <laughs> But it's Final Fantasy 7. Who cares? It's the, I don't. It's the in air quotes good one. The
1: good one.
0: Anyway. <laughs> I I d- okay, yes. wait. No, I can't let that sit. Audience, I don't think 7 is the good one. <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not letting me just have that said there. And oh, then crazy. Getting that taken out of context with people going on Twitter like, you said Final Fantasy 7 was the good one. You fucking.
1: But this new one hasn't really sold me. Because I understand this is the first hour, and it's, it's probably going to get, you're going to have way more characters that can do way more things by the end and as you progress through the game. But just given the core combat, it is, at, at best, it is, it is just simple. And at worst, it is incredibly tedious. So, I don't know. And also, the developers have been making some claims. This game is apparently going to come out on several discs on PS4.
0: Just interesting, very um, nostalgic. I
1: don't know if that's one hundred percent true, but I have heard that the game will come out on several discs on PS4 if you get the physical
0: version. Um, the game I've I've looked this up because you and I had a brief argument about this. It yes. will only cover the Midgar section of the game.
1: I did not know this. This is
0: this is roughly the first fifth of the game. So about. Ten to fifteen hours, which
1: is weird because I remember seeing a while ago. If you remember, uh, Square was originally going. Uh, they made the new, the newest Hitman
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, was episodic. Right, you had. I've heard,
0: it's I've heard I've heard that it's also Hitman. pretty good. Too. I heard
1: it was solid too. I haven't played it, um, but it is. It was episodic. They were originally planning to make. Although I don't know what Square was. It was it Square who did this. Who did the newest Deus Ex? Square. That was Square? Okay, yeah. yes. They also planned to make the newest Deus Ex episodic, and they didn't. Yeah. Now, as far as I understand, this Final Fantasy VII remake was originally going to be episodic, and then they decided against it. Now, in my mind, that tells me that they were, had the, the full story from beginning to end is going to be on the one game, and you're telling me that that's not the case.
0: It's definitely not the case, no. Now, it's not episodic. Episodic, in my mind, says like you have a set schedule. Like, every week or every month or every few months, you're going to release another episode. That's not the plan. The plan mm-hmm. is they're just releasing it in parts. And so, part one may have taken X amount of years. Part two might take another X amount of years. Or it might take Y amount of years. Or it might take X times 0.5. We well, if
1: this if this one got to vote... How, how far
0: back was this game teased? See, this... Is, remake. How uh, long has this
1: game been in development? PS2. Yeah.
0: But, like, and even back then, people were saying, oh, like, people in Square Enix were saying Final Fantasy VII is too big to remake, which is strange and wrong. Which is weird because they made it. And there have been games since then that Square has made that that have been bigger than that. Yeah, bigger than that. Yeah, I, I don't agree with them or believe them on this one. It's false.
1: Maybe they had, um,. They, 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 they are continually lost confidence. They would do something and be like, oh, this isn't as good as it should be. And then they'd keep trying to fix it and fix it and fix it and fix it to try to... Because they're trying to live up to this, this specter that is Final Fantasy VII. Which um, isn't even that
0: good. Right, but that
1: Ken, right. that doesn't matter. Yeah, what matters is, is that the game itself is held up as this thing.
0: Yeah, that people love.
1: Right. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's hard to meet those expectations. And I can understand why they would doubt themselves during development. Right. I'm surprised this demo even exists. Because for those of you who, who, who have been paying attention to gaming stuff through the past generation and current generation, demos have kind of fallen out of fashion over the course of the past decade. A little bit. And even before that. And that's because a demo is a double-edged sword. Mm. If your game is good, then your demo is good. You will sell... More than if you didn't have the demo, mm-hmm. but if your game is not good and you put out a demo, then your game will sell worse than it normally would. have. Well, it could. Well, Depends. it could sell worse. And they don't people. The companies didn't want to take that risk anymore, so demos just stopped happening.
0: So See, you say that I don't think you're right. I think the demos have been happening a lot actually. Like Nintendo, they put out demos a lot. Granted, that's what I mostly play on, but yeah, right. a lot of I've seen a lot of games with demos. I think that's a I think that's just something you're noticing because those are the games that you play. Don't put out demos a lot. Don't put out demos a lot. Yeah. Like, is there a Doom Eternal demo?
1: No. There was a demo for the, for the first Doom, though, no. that came out after launch. You got to play the first level for free. Which was weird.
0: Hey, you know what? Fair enough. I mean, a demo, I can, I can dig it. The demo is meant to see, like, hey, am I, should I purchase this thing? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. It doesn't really matter when the demo in the game happens.
1: Regardless of the state of demos,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I am still surprised that this exists—the Final Fantasy 7 demo.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised that the demo exists. I'm slightly surprised they put it out before this long before the game's coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm also slightly surprised that they ever go forwards with the Final Fantasy VII remake. Because let's see, what games have they remade? They remade one, two, three. Um, well, they didn't really remake them. They re-released them on like the Game Boy and PSP. I think with four, five, and six, and that's kind of it. Those are the only ones that they. So I guess they didn't really. I thought re- ten got no like ten, a facelift. ten. Yeah, ten got like an HDifying, but it was not like remade from the ground up. Okay. Like four, I guess, was remade from the ground up, like with new graphics and models and everything. Three was also remade like that. Is that the
1: is that the PC one on no. four?
0: No, for, yeah, that's, it's the same one, but that originally came out on the DS. Okay. Um, same thing with three, uh, and then five and six, I think they got put, I have them on the PS one, but those are basically direct ports, less interesting conversation, more interesting thing. Final Fantasy seven. People have been get the final fantasy seven
1: double. People have been getting up this thing's asshole for reasons. I don't really understand.
0: It's a video game. People are upset because it is slightly challenging which granted I was too uh, there are certain things about the demo it's like oh that's bullshit
1: That's that's a weird thing to be upset about though Yeah um, I can understand being upset about bullshit mm-hmm. but lots of video games have bullshit in them.
0: Right Shadow the Colossus is bullshit but it's like We love that game
1: <laughs> But it's like Final Fantasy 7 it's it's normal it's normal it's no more bullshit than any other mediocrely designed action game Mhm Cause and, and the thing about the game being difficult too is from a personal standpoint is is an argument I find hard to follow because a lot of the times if the game doesn't walk in the front door and break my shins uh, I'm not having a good time <laughs> uh, so and I don't I don't say that to be like elitist like everyone needs uh, games should only be super hard and if you're not a real gamer, if you don't enjoy no I just personally like it when a game beats my ass mm. and if you want to play other stuff and you don't want yourself to be too hard. You are perfectly fine to turn on the difficulty and I can play on hard mode mm-hmm. and you can play on an easy and we can both enjoy the game. I'm not going to get into that whole argument because right. that's ridiculous. Yeah. But yes, I personally enjoy harder games and I set this to the highest difficulty and again, that yeah. I found the combat tedious or simple. There was more bullshit than there was bullshit to the point where it was getting kind of annoying to fight some of the enemies.
0: Especially that boss. Oh, Christ. The boss's AoE attack is perfectly sized that your dodge can't get you out of it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's exactly too little. And the block also only occasionally works, and it doesn't really... It, it only reduces damage, and it doesn't reduce it by a lot.
1: But I don't understand what this this massive backlash is because I think I think the demo is just fine.
0: Yeah, like honestly, as a as an action JRPG remake of Final Fantasy VII with all of those qualifiers, it's serviceable. It's <clears> fine, <throat> and it's not even out yet. It's just think, a demo. I <clears throat> think maybe it's because when, when when you get on the internet, everything
1: either has to be great or awful.
0: Right. It's it's the polarization effect. Right. Everything's everything's getting fucking polarized.
1: Speaking of games that are great.
0: Oh, yeah. So, Shadow of the Colossus. Came out for
1: free this month on PlayStation Plus. Right. Holy shit.
0: Um, so, Justin replayed through all of that, and I watched him.
1: It was so... Here's the thing about Shadow of the Colossus. Also,
0: the other game that got released for free, the Sonic Forces. and uh, We've been playing through that, I, too.
1: We, we've been trying to play through that. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do it anymore. I'm, I can't I'm, play it anymore. I
0: love it. It's great. Oh, Christ.
1: Anyway, Shadow of the Colossus. This game has not the remake on PS4 has not been out that long, mm-hmm. and I'm surprised it's free now. Yeah, if you have a PS4 and, and PS Plus, and you have PS Plus, go get it
0: it's pro- right now. It's it's a really good game. It uh, is
1: in my it is in my top ten of games ever
0: games I've ever made. Honestly, like there's, I'm trying to think of how I'd put this. There are very few games where I think. Everyone, even if they don't necessarily enjoy it, yes. will unanimously go, "Yeah, this is good." Not just good; it's like art. Yes. Like everyone looks at it like this is like a Picasso painting. It's beautiful it's- <laughs> in every way that it, that it exists. It's
1: hard to not be pretentious when talking about Shadow of the Colossus. Right, which is why, which is
0: why a- I don't <laughs> want to talk about it in that way. That's like the least interesting way to talk. Like it's good. Everyone knows that everyone it's, knows good. it's good. Like we can't add any more to that.
1: I will say, I will say the 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 visuals on PS4. Uh, the PS4 remake are really, really good. Stunning. It's still got the, It still got the,
0: um, 30 FPS. Whatever. I'm
1: gonna bitch about that regardless. Yeah. That's just because I'm spoiled.
0: I don't mind that. I think that for Shadow of the Colossus, that's fine, but we don't need to get into those weeds because we have something much more important to talk about. Oh boy, ranking
1: so, the colossi.
0: See, the thing is, we are really late to everything. I'm especially. <laughs> and, uh, I really love tier list shit. I wanted to do a fast food tier list, but, uh, we just... I rec- shot that down. Well, not yet. I'm. St- I will force you to do that eventually.
1: No, I just did.
0: No, <laughs> you can't. I, <laughs> so own I the- just did. I own the accounts. I can force you to be here until we do it. Uh, but we're not doing that today. Since we recently played through Shadow of the Colossus, we decided we are going to make a tier list of each of the sixteen colossi.
1: So I'm gonna pull up.
0: We're using TierMaker.com. We're using
1: TierMaker. It doesn't matter what we're using. Yeah. It's- um. So we're going to try to do these in. Order of Appearance. Right. Um, so let me actually look up...
0: I'm the sure they list. have canon names, too. I don't care about them. Yeah, we, we completed it at 3.30 a.m. Just as a Daylight Savings kicked in, and so really for us, it was like 2.30 a.m., but the clock said 3.30, and it scared the shit out of us. It's like, why are we up this late? What happened? The Colossi. Okay. In order of...
1: Fucking go away. <laughs>
0: So if you haven't played Shadow of the Colossus this this whole conversation may be entirely lost on you. Y-
1: yes. Oh, and it also Oh, that's actually cool. What? Um so remember how I said um, some of the colossi uh, won't attack you right away and then there are some that will attack mm-hmm. you on site? Right. Um this one tells you which ones are are aggro right away.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Um
1: so anyway, I am on the uh the the fandom.com yeah. website
0: for yeah. it. We will we will put up a link. In the Twitter, um, I'm sure. Maybe. Yeah. Um, if well, I can be asked.
1: I'll save our...
0: Oh, yeah, the tier list we all I'll have save, to save the
1: tier list and right. we can put that up, too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, anyway, in order of appearance, the first Colossus.
0: This one's... Okay, and for our tiers, there's S, A, B, C, D, F. Not N. T- F. I don't want to know what N stands I, for. I,
1: I don't know why it changed or, or I misclicked it and called it n rank.
0: Uh that says more about you than it does about the Colossus.
1: So <laughs> the first Colossus is this guy. Okay, so.
0: Ya boy. Weird goat monkey dude. He
1: thing. is he is a goat monkey dude and he has a club, and he is the one who introduces the core mechanic of the game, which is the idea of you are climbing on Colossi to get to their weak points to then stab them and the rush of the game is that you are the small little thing uh, trying to hold on desperately as it thrashes around and the music's blaring, and it is crazy. Right. And the game is phenomenal. And he introduces that, and I think he introduces that concept really well. He wears, his armor has clear, like, platforms that you're meant to stand on, mm-hmm. and he's very simple and straightforward to then grab onto and climb around on. And yeah, his job is to introduce the
0: core gameplay the core, loop the core gameplay loop right he's a b in my mind no no you got to put him in at least a you think he's a i think he's a okay he's a phenomenal tutorial he for is the, game. the he is one of the best introductions to any game i've ever played and just as a fight like conceptually and the way it's done mm-hmm. it's just a, it's just a really well paced well done fight unlike some later ones oh boy yeah it's it's done well. Ro- it's not done really well. Not naming
1: any names yet. yet. Yeah. Um, also, for those of you who then uh, who want to see our tier list after, they are not ranked within the tiers.
0: No. Yes. Yeah. So we're, we're saying that like in the tiers they're comparable.
1: Yeah, in the tiers they are about the same. We are not ranking them within the tiers, so there's no high A, low A. Yeah. No. They're just A.
0: Yeah. Okay. So number two, the first four-legged dude.
1: Yes. This one's. You meet him on the beach.
0: Yeah, I'd, I, I'm I going to go solid C.
1: Yeah, he's a C. He's a good introduction to... Four-legged dudes. What, what a lot of the four-legged guys end up doing, honestly. What a lot of the big animal creatures end up doing. Uh, and that is... Yeah, it's
0: just you have versus. to tip him over, and then you have to climb up on him. Uh, he's like a C. Yeah, he's perfectly satisfactory, but nothing special. We'll use
1: him as our baseline, too. Mm-hmm. We will compare... Coloss- Colossus two is sort of the baseline, yeah. and then Colossus uh, one is sort of like
0: the baseline for A probably. Yeah,
1: because that's like here's your tutorial, he's a great tutorial. He is he is the core loop, basically. Mm-hmm. And then everything for this rank is do they or do they not
0: fulfill this
1: fulfill uh, upping the ante for the core loop. Right. Um, of the game.
0: Yes. And so next is the third one, which is the sword guy.
1: Yes, this is the sword dude on top of the giant
0: stadium in the middle of the lake. Yeah, my actual
1: favorite. He has this He has this gimmick where he has a sword that is made of stone. He's like a big stone club in his one hand. And the thing is that you're supposed to get him to smack a piece of metal in the center of the stage so that his armor breaks off, and then you can run up and start stabbing him. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: you can run up his sword. You yes. don't have to. You can run up his leg instead, but you can run up his sword to get to his arm. He,
1: in my mind, is either A or B because I, the concept of them being like, okay, we've established the idea of you climbing on their hair, mm-hmm. but now you're running up other parts, and you have to run up this dude's sword. And his thrashing is insane, mm-hmm. and trying to hang on to him while he's swinging his head around, and it is everything. The core
0: loop. Is I about. see. That's the thing. So that's why I think he's S is that he also introduces the big fucking sword that you can run up like that's there's nothing about that that, that, is, that isn't bad Okay ass.
1: that is cool that is super cool but he's not S for me he's A
0: See but this is not a democracy <laughs> I would I would put him in S so he's in S or A We could we we could we'll negotiate that as the list goes I on I
1: will put him in A for now
0: A for now okay
1: I will put him in A for now put a pin in that we'll come back
0: to Okay him. put a pin back in the grenade
1: Colossus number th- four, which is uh, the camel dude with spikes for feet.
0: I actually do not remember this at all.
1: I will have a picture for you, Ken.
0: This guy. Uh, yeah, it's not ringing you literally don't ring any bells. At all. No.
1: So this fight is, uh, the gimmick of this fight is that you fight him in a place, in an arena that has tunnels that run underneath the ground. And the idea is that you're supposed to shoot at his face or try to get his attention anyway. To get him to chase you to one of the tunnels. At which point, when he walks over, you duck into the tunnel and run to the other side of the arena. And he bends down to put his head down to try to look for you in there. And you jump up on his tail and start climbing around on his back.
0: So it's, it's another one where you're trying to manipulate the behavior of the creature mm-hmm. in order to get on it.
1: Or you could, um, and I remember doing this too, he has these like stone... He has, like, these stone uh, mustache things that mm-hmm. hang off him. You can you can run up and grab those, too, as he hangs his head down. Right. And then climb up directly to his head. Or you can climb up his tail and walk over his back to then get to his head. Right. My issue with this fight is that, again, forgettable. Ken totally forgot it existed. And mm-hmm. I also totally forgot it existed until I played the game again, literally yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's just that he doesn't... The idea of juking the monster is cool, but you realistically only have to juke him once. Yeah, and then and, you're
0: just doing it.
1: And then he doesn't thrash that much. He doesn't use the core mechanics of trying to shake the player off and making the making the act of climbing them feel intense.
0: Right, and then you, you know, and that's the, the like, game of, okay, when should I rest and, like, go, mm-hmm. and then when should I, yeah, it's, there's and not it's, a lot of that.
1: And it's not even a lot of, because usually when you have the game of, okay, I'm going to move to a flatter place on, like, their shoulder or their back or something, and then let go to rest... There isn't even the game of, like, oh, he's still gonna shake around, like, this This dude doesn't shake that much. He doesn't use the core idea of this thing, this giant moving thing that you're trying to stand on.
0: Right, Like, it's it's been waiting all day for you to do that. It's like, ah, <laughs> uh, finally. a little massage. I can lose that head fluid. See? See? Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Uh, Another baseline? Yeah.
1: Where is this photo in this fucking thing? Oh, no, here he is. I was about to say, oh, my God, the Tearless Maker's
0: forgotten, too. Uh... <laughs> Anyway, Colossus number five, <laughs> the bird, the big bird. That's S. The, the big raven. That's he is S. Instant S. He is... Basically, anything that flies is pretty dope. He is super cool.
1: Um, When mm. you stab his... Okay, so his, his three weak points are the two tips of his wings and then his tail. Right. Now, when you stab his tail, he doesn't do a lot. But the fact that he flaps with you on the wings... And then, when you stab the one winged, when you first do damage, he goes into like this barrel roll death dive. Right. Is crazy freaking cool. Yeah. And is also super intense. And it, it, when you first fight him, it is really hard to try to stay on him. Mm-hmm. And you do fall off a few times. And also, getting on him is super cool. Right. You have to stand on these little stone pillar things
0: that are in the lake. And then and you have to jump up while it's swooping down it's, at you. you.
1: swoop down to attack, and you jump up and grab it. From, and there's amazing fucking air whoosh sound effecting. It is cool. He is our first S. He's awesome. Yeah. And, and I and I don't think you have do you have anything to add on to that?
0: Um, the only thing I'll say about it is that it's, and this is going to be true for a lot of the S ranks. It's not actually that hard of a boss. the The best bosses in the game are not actually that difficult. No, it's a. And
1: you're totally right. It's yeah. about that.
0: It's the intensity.
1: Shadow of the Colossus is a game about scale. Right. And it it for a lot of for these these S and these A rank guys and maybe and probably even some of the B rank guys later mm. on, um, they just nail the sense that these things are huge.
0: They're big and they don't like that you're on them. Yes, right. Like that's that's important.
1: Managing that grip gauge and seeing Wander, which is the main character by the way, yeah. seeing your character thrash around, try to hang right. on for dear life, and he is. Oh, and this was also true in the PS2, but it's even more notable in the PS4 version with the enhanced visuals they did. His an- The animations on everything are awesome. Right. Which is a big point for me in particular. I love it when animations aren't just super fluid and super awesome, but mm-hmm. animations are informative. Because Wander's tumbling animations also inform you of when he's able to start doing attacks. And mm-hmm. when he is, like, letting go of his grip or whatever. It's awesome stuff. Road S tier.
0: Yeah. The other thing I like about Wander is that he genuinely moves around like a, a person would, where like he stumbles in a way that like, oh god, yes, am yes. actually he, falling.
1: He loses balance, and it's just like it's like, oh, you see these things move around. It's like, oh, I could stand on top of them. That's black ground. No, these things are still moving. Yeah, and they're they, still alive. Yeah,
0: and they also don't like that you're on them. No, imagine a mosquito being on you. It's that.
1: Uh, it's it's amazing. Okay, Colossus number six. Um, this is the dude with you have to jump on his beard.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, he, this guy is...
1: So, his, his thing is that his arena has uh, this hole in it that you have to... A hole in the wall that you have to guide him to. You shoot him in the face, and he, he follows you over there. And he bends his head down to try to see you in this hole. And you have to jump onto his... He has, like, a really long, big mustache, beard thing. Mm-hmm. And then you start climbing around on him.
0: And then you stab him, I think, in the chest and the back.
1: Yes. Um, and the head.
0: B. B or C? B, yeah.
1: B because it takes it takes what the tutorial boss did and adds a unique little gimmick of you have to get his attention. It's yeah,
0: it's another behavior manipulation fight. Mm-hmm.
1: Um so he's B. Yeah. Um I that, don't, we
0: don't have any B's yet?
1: No, at that, yeah, and we it could flush
0: that, that part out a little bit.
1: It's just he doesn't do he's basically everything he's basically everything the tutorial boss did. With uh, with a nice little gimmick on it, but because he's just the tutorial boss again, I have to drop him a rank.
0: He's he's the tutorial boss again, and he's I don't know he's he doesn't have the oomph factor that again the first one has. I feel like we're we're giving the first one a little bit extra points for being the first one, uh, which is fine. He, totally he's the, the case,
1: stage but. setter. Yeah, he is. You know, I yeah. think it's important. That and
0: I and it. I do like the gimmicks of behavior manipulation, but as we'll see later on, uh, this can get bad. <sighs> Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Made we'll we'll get to we'll get to it when we get to it. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, as you notice, some of you guys are like they've really been putting too much in C and D and F are kind of. They're Don't coming.
0: Worry. They are coming. They are fucking coming.
1: Okay, his official name is Barba, By the way.
0: Barba, Well, barber. He needs one. Fair enough. Colossus number seven.
1: I think this might be our first F. Oh. Um. This is the water snake.
0: Water Snake. Okay, this is like the Lightning Snake one. They, they have a similar one like this in Titan Souls, too, if you haven't played that. I, this thing is, it's just, the thing about it is, it's annoying, mm-hmm. but it's not a super long fight. No, it's not a long fight. I fell off of him three times,
1: and the mm-hmm. first time I fell off was because I didn't know what he was doing.
0: Right, that's the thing, is once you once you figure out what it's all about, it's pretty quick. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can fuck it up pretty hard. Uh, he's just it's just it's, it's uninteresting and it's uncool it's water level it's a water level it's a water level and it shocks you
1: yes like and that's it's, just,
0: it's it's uncool but it's not god awful I'd put it in D at the at the lowest mm, I don't think it deserves indeed. the F rank no there are there are there are far worse fates
1: there are worse fates that, that deserve F mm-hmm. um, but he is just not yeah he's just not interesting he's mm-hmm. just not and even and he's just he gets annoying with, with the way that he works. Yeah. And trying to swim directly over him to get his attention to get up to come to the surface so that you can grab onto him is a finicky process. Because he doesn't always see you completely. Even when you're thrashing around in the water trying to get his attention, he, it's very hard to get him to act out the behavior in order to, to, to complete the fight. Mm-hmm. So, he's D. All right. Next one. do 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 do
0: Lizard. Per- oh, no. Okay. The lizard is the actual worst boss. Yes. The, the lizard has, like, this double-pronged awfulness to mm. it. So, first of all, the lizard
1: makes no use of the core fundamentals of the game. Like
0: climbing shit.
1: You you only climb on his hair when he is flipped over, and you don't stay on him. You yeah. just climb on You his climb stab, on to
0: stab, that's it. And then it. you jump off. Yeah.
1: So what? So what? This dude's fight is: is he has a big arena that has light, that has floors that have windows that you can shoot out of.
0: There's a lot of floors too. It's a very there big are, arena.
1: It's a very big arena. He climbs up the walls and shoots you with this like laser thing. Mm-hmm. And when he's climbing up on the walls, you have to shoot two of his legs with the arrows. At which point he falls to the ground for 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 a time, mm-hmm. and your job is to run down to the ground. Hop on his belly and start stabbing him until he gets back up again. And when he gets back up, you have to let go, run in back into the arena area, yeah. go up the stairs, jabate Je- yeah. him
0: again, and then you know get him to go back up on its own. That's not god awful. Like it's it's an interesting little idea that the game doesn't do very often. Where the arena is the the fight is about navigating the, the arena, arena, and it's about like using that to your advantage. Mm-hmm. I can dig that. The problem is it's like 20 minutes long. This fight is insanely long. It's And it's not hard. It's You shoot its legs out. It falls down. You get down. You stab it like once or twice. The health goes down by my pinky size. Yep. And then you have do to the whole thing they do it again like 20 times.
1: It is such a long
0: fight. For what is basically a fucking Zelda boss. Like I could see this in a, in a Legend of Zelda game and be like, oh yeah, this makes sense. And they the, just do it three times. The, the,
1: the, the time attack... For hard mode for the PS4, if you wanted to win the if you wanted to win the time attack challenge on the original release of the game, you had to
0: beat him in six minutes. Which I don't even think you could do. I don't think that's actually possible. That is insane.
1: Right. I, how long did it take me? That was like a twenty-minute
0: fight. At least, at least twenty minutes. He's a
1: long fucking fight.
0: And the thing is, like, you only died twice. And that's the other thing is his fireballs. Mm. Uh, they they have a little bit of poison gas, but the thing is, not all of the gas is poison. There's like an inner radius of like orange poison gas and then an outer radius of yellow gas. Yellow
1: gas doesn't hurt you.
0: Yeah, yellow gas doesn't do anything. Orange gas will fucking gank you. You yeah. lost like half your health running and through it.
1: And here's the thing. If you died of the gas or you died of his laser or something, or you do what I did where you died twice too. You were on his belly and you started rolling over and he crushed you. Which
0: was just funny.
1: Um, You got to do you, whatever progress you made, gone. You yeah, got to do, do it, it all, it over, all again. over again. And he doesn't make use of the core mechanics. And he's annoying. And I don't like his arena.
0: Here's the thing. If it was like a fifth of the... I'm putting in t- F. Yeah, he, he belongs in F. The, the thing with him, though, is that if you changed just his health bar, that's literally the only thing you'd have to change. Make his health way lower, mm-hmm. and then it would be an easy C or B. Yes. If, honestly. He would be a B, actually.
1: If he was a faster fight... And I think if if the if the lasers didn't leave, or I should say the the poison effect didn't do as much damage, he would be a C in my mind.
0: Right. If the yeah, if you, if it was an easier fight that did not take as long, it would be a B. So this is the thing: is that I feel like the game gets really cute with trying to make mm-hmm. it difficult. And it's like, oh, we'll have it do this, this, and that. It's like, oh, okay, these are mechanics that the player probably won't be used to doing. And it'll be stuff that, like, you know, it gets them out of their comfort zone and it's not what the game was. I want to say it's not what the game was designed around, but it's something that the game does not do constantly. And so it's interesting and different. Okay. But they then go, also, we need to extend its health bar by a lot because it was too easy the first time. This
1: this next guy, for me, is another F, but let's Mm. start discussing. This is the Geyser guy.
0: (sighs) Geyser is deep geyser is deep
1: and the issue the issue with geyser is, is not only is that I think he's just like a bad boss but because of the way the ps4 remake does cameras when you're on the horse <laughs> um, it is really hard to keep track of him see even I, though he's this giant thing
0: yeah how, how this fight works if you don't have eyes is that also he says he has
1: too many steps
0: right it you have to it's another behavior manipulation boss where you have to move it. Over geysers and then you have to wait for the geyser to push it up and then you shoot its feet out and then you can climb up on it and stab its weak points. And I think once you get up on it, you never have to do that again.
1: No, unless you fall off.
0: Right. Um, which you did. And it was I did. Very funny.
1: Um but conceivably you can do it without falling off.
0: Right. And so that's- the issue
1: comes in when getting him to stand over the geysers is a pain in the ass mm-hmm. because he has a ranged attack like the lizard does, which means that in order to start pulling him towards a location you need to be a very long distance away because mm-hmm. if you're a medium distance away, he'll just shoot you. Sometimes the geyser's hit detection is fucked even on the PS4 remake. Um, and then when he flips over, you got to shoot his feet. And The setup for him is awful and there is way too many steps. Lure him to a geyser. Get the geyser to knock him over. Shoot him in his feet. Get that to fall over again. Climb up on his belly. Climb up to his back. Get him to stand back up again to stand on his back properly. Then go to the weak points. Mm-hmm. And of course the horse is being finicky the whole time.
0: I, again, I don't hate the ideas for like manipulate the boss's behavior in a certain way to get it so that it's vulnerable. That's that's a good way of doing boss fights. Mm-hmm. I think the third one does that the best. Where it's, you get it to hit the center bit and then the armor falls off. Like, alright, there you run the sword. And right. the sword is cool. Yeah. Like, there's um, nothing cool about the geyser fight though. No. Like, okay. I guess the geyser in concept is kind of cool. Like, oh, you I shoot am- it with a geyser and then it... I- tips over
1: I will say this though the, the one thing the one thing I will praise about this fight is the the effect of him being lifted up in the air and then tossed over Um, we have a pretty decent surround system in our mm-hmm. apartment you feel that yeah I mean the bass in this game in general is awesome
0: oh yeah just the sound design is great
1: Um, but yeah when he tips and falls and especially because it's not happening in one of the death cut scenes where they're meant to fall over mm-hmm. he's just falling over in the game it is insane yeah that is cool Everything else at the bottom is D tier. That's where it belongs.
0: Yeah, like that's the thing is, it's not in the Stygian pits with the lizard where it's fucking obnoxious. Because mm-hmm. once once the bad part is over, it's just standard. It's like the it's like the second boss all over again. Yep. So I can't I can't give it too much shit, but I am going to give it a lot of shit.
1: Next boss. Is this our mm-hmm.
0: favorite?
1: This is not our favorite. Ah. Uh, at least it's not my favorite. Well, I'm uh. saying
0: that sarcastically. <laughs>
1: The next boss is the one, uh, the, the sand snake that, that burrows into the sand oh, yeah. and, and follows you in the cave.
0: That one exists. He... I think, okay.
1: It's a very spectacular fight.
0: Hard C to soft B. That's what I'm feeling on him. He's, he's, a, he's... He's not...
1: I can't put... He
0: actually, he might be cool enough for me to put him in B. That's the thing.
1: Because the thing is, is that... While he doesn't use the core gameplay of being thrashed around on the monster, mm-hmm. and you don't... And he loses his sense of scale because a lot of him is hidden underneath the sand. Right.
0: For all you know, there is only like a foot of him that you're not seeing. Right. Which would be really funny.
1: Which would be really funny. Which means he'd be like the smallest... No, he wouldn't be the smallest. No, they're, side, they're But he, ones. he'd be really short for this for one of the snake ones. Yeah. Um, you do get a sense of scale when his head pops up above the sand, mm-hmm. and you have to shoot him in the eyes... And his head is just behind where the horse is running at. Right. That is super cool. It and is. That is super yeah, intense. It
0: is one of the better behavior manipulation bosses. Yes. I I really like that, and I like how it's. It is also one of the most video gamey ones, where you have to have it knock its head into something, into a wall, yeah. and then
1: climb up on it's it.
0: That and this, the funnily enough, the the water snake one. Those are the only ones that are really video gamey, where mm-hmm. you have to like you know do something that you do in Zelda. I'm. I'm, you know, what, I'm going to
1: put him in B. I'm going to
0: pull for your boy. I'm going to say he's going in B. Okay.
1: I'm going to say I'm willing to put him in B. Very it's a. It's a soft B, yeah, but it it's is, a B. It is a soft B, but it is a B. And because him chasing you on the horse is
0: so cool. It is. It is. Like, it's got some moments. Mm-hmm. So what do we got next, boy?
1: All right. The next colossi um, is the first bull fight. There are two sort of bullish fights where they're about the size of yeah, a bull. Yeah, um, like a big bull. Like a bigger bull. And so the idea of this fight is that you're supposed to scare him with a stick that is on fire. Now
0: you don't scare him. You fucking bully him. Right. You bully the shit out of this bull. You, you have to get on top of, like, a pillar with some fire on it. Mm-hmm. You have him knock into it because he's a dumb fucking animal. Uh, then you pick up the stick that he knocks off. You light that on fire. And this, this bitch is scared of fire. And so you wave it in front of him until he falls off of a ledge and breaks armor on his back. And then you jump on his back and you stab him to death. The thing about this is the first stage is just kind of funny and fun. Like once you figure it out, it's like, oh, this'll be, this'll be funny. Mm-hmm. And when we played it, actually, uh, Justin, just before it was about to get knocked off the ledge, the fire went out and the bull had this moment where it was like its head was slightly down and then it perked up mm-hmm. when I realized like, oh, Fire's gone. Cowabunga it is. Yeah. <laughs> and it fucking gored just. You have chosen death. <laughs> yeah. It immediately charged him. Ah, oh, with funny. But then that revealed the first problem with this boss is that if it hits you once, you die. Yeah. Not it because its first hit is that, like, intense. It's just that you get knocked down for so long that it gets to, like, come back and then hit you again the moment you get back up. Yeah. it's. And so you can't fuck up. You have to, you have to do it perfectly. And but the the good news about it though is that if you once you figure out how to do it and if you don't fuck up jumping on its back, then it's not hard and you can get it done very quickly.
1: Now here's why I do put him. I would put him higher, at least higher than D. I don't definitely.
0: Say, He's at least a C. He's a C for meme factor alone. He is hilarious. Well,
1: that and also because going back to what the core game is about, even though you're not climbing around on him, it is. Getting on his back is basically like, like it's like bolt, like it's like a bull riding thing, and so there's that intensity in trying to hang on to him mm. while he's jumping and bucking and kicking and whatnot, um, and so while it's not this super massive thing that thrashes you around while you're on its shoulder or something or on its arm, it is it does still thrash you around mm. and it does still have that trademark intensity that the game has. It's just not as good as some other ones. So yeah, we're gonna put him in. Um, we're gonna put him in C. I think
0: that's a good one. C. I pulled for Sand Snake to be in B. I see this one's this just so. Not a B. This one's just so fucking funny, though. He's First, not. you just you bully the shit out of it, but if you fuck up, it's right you get fucking gored.
1: And I understand that.
0: Yeah, you got kill cammed. It was hilarious. I
1: understand that, but this is this you, is not a B, man. <sighs>
0: he's a C. I mean, even I don't. I don't believe he's a B, but I want him in B. But we're not. We're not putting him in B. We'll put he's him in not C. in C. We'll next put this bitch time. ass and see, which is higher than like when we were first playing, it's like this one's at D at least. and then like after, after a while, we've been like, oh no, actually it's not that bad. We, we like this one. This one's great.
1: The next one is tooth head.
0: Tooth skull. Tooth skull. So this one uh, gives me nightmares. Yeah. I don't like thinking about the the mechanics of this, like how it would work. So it's a monster in a lake. And it has, you have to climb up its back and it has these stones on its head. Now I think these stones resemble teeth, like from the bottom jaw, so like going up. And I imagine that, you know how like teeth have roots? Those roots are in its brain. And if you smack the tooth, there are like three sets of teeth, one in the front and and one set on each side. If you smack those sets, then it will move in that direction. And you're supposed to get it towards this like wide pillar thing. You jump on the pillar and then it'll get up, and then you have to jump on its belly, and then you could stab it. And before all of these, it will shoot lightning at you and stuff, and so you have to swim around to its backside. Now, because of the, the lightning shooting, it's just, that's just annoying. Yeah. And the swimming aspect is also not fun. Yes. Everything else is interesting at worst, and at best is kind of fun, like the— the maneuvering it around, it's a bit wonky because, again, you're literally just smacking teeth and it moves vaguely in that direction. Like, that's yeah. kind of funny and it's kind of fun. My biggest problem with it is that after you use the same pillar twice in a row, it'll destroy it. Mm-hmm. So you have to use the three different pillars. I think that if it does that, then it should just destroy each pillar after one use. And then you use each pillar once and then it dies. Right. So that way it's like it's not as long as it is. The, the thing about these fights is, again, this is them trying to make it a bit more difficult by adding this extra element of like, and then it shoots lightning at you, and also it's in the water, so you have to swim around it. Back like, like, eh, yeah. no, 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 we can. I'm okay this with all fight these. Fight works
1: perfectly fine outside the water.
0: I think in even in the water, it's fine. It's perfectly fine, but it's it's no better than that. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's C. Yeah, putting them in C. Yeah, it's a hard C. Hard C, soft D. Yeah, nah. Not even a soft D. It's just nah, a hard, hard C.
1: It's just not nah, a C because to put him in D means that he's on the same level as uh, Water Snake or Geyser Dude, and I do think he's above that. He's
0: definitely above that. What else is in C right now?
1: C has the bull. C has the 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 second Colossi. The, colossus. The colossus. The second Colossus. Uh, we have the 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 llama on the stilts. We have the first bull. And we have our new our new guy it. Tooth, our toothhead toothhead dude
0: yeah okay that all that all works for me that all makes sense I can live in a world with that
1: my personal favorite in the game he is so cool um, the giant flying sand snake
0: that one is really cool I am going to offer a little bit of resistance to this Go ahead. only because you offered resistance to my favorite. <laughs> It is an incredibly... The sense
1: of scale is well,
0: The sense of scale is awesome. awesome. Yeah, I do really like that. You
1: have to chase it down on the horse in this yeah. giant desert. And you have, have
0: to line. shoot its air sacs or egg sacs right. or whatever, whatever they are to make it like go down a little bit. And then you can climb up on it. I like that. I like every idea with it. The way My, his
1: fins drag in the sand yeah. is, ah, like, oh, the sense of
0: scale is awesome. My problem with it is the problem I have with most of the colossi is that it is a bit too long. I think that it should let you I didn't
1: think it was
0: too long. I think that having to get back on the horse every time and then chase it to shoot it and then get back on it, I think that's a bit of a it's a bit of a pain. I'd have I rather I'd have rather it been that it just keeps you up in the air the whole time. Like you only have to do the climb up once. Mm-hmm. That would have made it a lot shorter.
1: Yeah, because what he does, audience, is that when you shoot out his, like, air sac things, he comes down to about ground level, and then you can hop on one of his fins and climb up, and then you're on his back, and you get a certain amount of time to stab his weak points before he dives back down into the sand, Mm -hmm. and then he he gets his air sacs back. You have to get back on the horse and chase him again. And well, I think he has an awesome sense of scale, and, Mm -hmm. well, I would personally, i put him in S, because I just think he's cool, but I totally understand if you want to Put him in like A instead.
0: Yeah, because that's the thing is he's, it's. What is improved by the fact that you have to get back on the horse and then shoot it down again and then get back up on it? Like I feel like, that's cool. Once it's mm-hmm. annoying the fourth time. That's that's kind of my view of it. It's I like, never
1: had to do it four times though.
0: I've had to do it four
1: times. You've had to do it four times.
0: Yeah, that's because I'm bad at video games, as we've discussed. So like I can get that, but even then three times, like, I think that was the amount of times you had to do it. And even that's yes. like, that's the tipping point when it's like, I'm eh, like, should I really have to do that over and over again? I feel like that's a bit inciliary. Have it do something, like, extra insane. Have it, like, do a barrel roll five times in a row. Whatever. It does
1: roll through the sky when you're on it. When right. It. Which, again, going back to the core sense of this giant thing that's thrashing you about. Yeah.
0: And you're in the sky. Right. Like, everything about it is scary, and that's great. Right. I want that. But it just burrowing back into the sand like an asshole, and then you have to get back on your horse and chase it. I feel like that that brings it down a touch.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll put him in. I'll put him in A.
0: I mean, I'm all right with putting him an S. A he S? still belongs Perfect. an S, but Sword Guy does too. Is this is my this is my lobbying effort? Is either they're both an A or they're both an S? Mm-hmm. Sky Snake is
1: just so much cooler than Sword
0: Guy. I heavily disagree. I mean, who would win in a fight?
1: Huh?
0: Who would win in a fight?
1: Sword Guy. Yeah, obviously. Because Sky Snake doesn't have any attacks.
0: <laughs> no, it really doesn't. Sky, Sky Snake doesn't. is entirely blameless.
1: No, he doesn't have any attack. I would also say that. Would you say Skysnake has the most unique visual design? Um, I do think he looks markedly different from other colossi.
0: It really does. It does look. It looks the most different, but I would not say it's the most unique. Like just in general, like yeah. in comparison to other things in the world. Um, actually, I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to think on that because I want to say no, but I can't say no. Mm. So, but, but what I, rank is he in? Since you're you're on the I, high.
1: I, put him in S.
0: All right. Um he deserves it, to right. be fair. But that's the thing, it's like it's also not a hard boss fight. No, it's not. All
1: right. Number 14, the second bull.
0: Actual one of the worst fights in the game.
1: Yes. So this fight uh takes place in an abandoned like city aqueduct system right. and you have to get him to ram pillars down uh because the whole point of it is that It's basically the you're playing the ground as lava. Mm -hmm. If you touch the floor, he rams
0: you and you die. Right. Um, It's like the first ball.
1: Yeah. And what this one's going to be against is rather than scaring him with fire, you are constantly jumping from platform to platform to stay off the ground. And to move some of the platforms to where you need to go...
0: You have to debate him into hitting them.
1: You have to shoot him with the arrows so that he rams into it and the pillars fall so that you can get to new areas. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing you do is you have him ram a pillar that is holding up like a ceiling of something, and it falls on him and breaks his armor, and then you can jump on his back and start stabbing, right. at which point he's the first bull again.
0: Right. Um, now the thing is, this idea on its own, it's, oh, you have to knock down pillars. Right. And that, like, that's fine. I don't not hate just, that.
1: Not just knock down pillars, because the knocking it's, down yeah, the first it's like, is it's cool. A bit of
0: a, it's a bit of like an obstacle course too. I have like, to yes, jump from bit to bit.
1: An obstacle course that you have to create. By getting the Colossus to destroy the environment,
0: I have two big problems with it though. It is
1: only pillars.
0: It is only pillars. It's literally just that. There's no, there's no real variety to it, and there's no. Again, with the behavioral manipulation, Mm -hmm. you're only getting it to do one thing, and the one thing is not that interesting or fun. And if you're doing it, yeah. And if you die, you have to do it all over again, which sucks because there's like ten of them. Yeah. It's and it's a it's a process. And the
1: fight is also kind of jank. Yeah. Because sometimes, even though you're going through the process of what you should be doing. There will be times where you you fall, where a pillar like inadvertently falls on you or you're trying to run to the next pillar to, to you know, the ground is lava. So you're not supposed to stand on the ground for too long. You're trying to like, run to the next pillar or whatever where he'll just come up and
0: kill you right. even
1: though you're technically following the rules of the boss.
0: Right. So it's a bit chaotic in a bad way there. And then there's also the fact that if we look at it diegetically – uh, how the fuck would Wander be like oh clearly this is the next step I have to take yeah like, a lot of
1: the bosses are pretty straightforward in how you're supposed to get on them and attack them. like
0: you can you could see a human being looking at that and go oh yeah okay I should do that mm-hmm. like even with some of the worst ones like the salamander like yeah shoot it's life they're glowing and it's, right. that's how it stays up here this
1: one doesn't have that
0: no this one is just like well I guess I'll do this and I guess that'll work
1: I guess you could make uh, that same argument for the first bull too. No. How would you know that it's scared of fire?
0: Well, like, I think that once it knocks that fire down, it does back up a bit. And it goes like, well, I don't like that. Like, there's a cut scene, I think. Mm -hmm. And even then, like, that's something that you would try and be like, yeah, maybe fire. Mm -hmm. I I can still see, because fire is pretty intrinsically freaky to most living things. Sure. So that's, you know, that's not a crazy thing to think. He's,
1: what rank? Uh, Second bull. Yeah.
0: That, that that is a solid F. Solid F. Solid yeah. F. Soft D, maybe, yeah. but I'm No. F. I'm He's, willing to give this the lizard some company.
1: Him and Salamander go fucking hang out. Yeah. Alright. Colossus number 15.
0: There you go. The, Got the get the singulars and plurals, right? The
1: big monkey in the abandoned city with the club.
0: See, just when we were playing this, uh, it's visual design is literally like I think the first thing someone said. Okay, so imagine King Kong, but he's wearing armor. That's what the Colossi are. And someone's like, yeah. oh, okay, put that in the game. He is He is the most generic looking. Kind of, yeah. He literally looks like a monkey. He yes. literally looks like an, an, a great ape. And he so his arms so are, like, really long. They mm-hmm. almost touch the ground. Now, the thing is, this fight, I think, is the coolest, um, how do I put it? The coolest behavior manipulation idea right. that the game has, where it's, It's in like this sort of sidelong arena where there are these two sides and there's a step on one side that you can't reach up. Mm -hmm. But if he steps on it, then you can reach up to the next level. And then Mm -hmm. in the next level, um, there's platforms that you can't reach unless you get him to swipe and hit you. Then you can reach up there. And then there's the bridge up top that he smashes and then you can jump on. So it's it's all manipulating his behavior. That's kind of cool. That's neat. I don't mind that. The problem is... There's a
1: lot of waiting around.
0: There's a lot of waiting around, and it's incredibly unintuitive. Nothing in, in the game makes you go, oh, clearly he'll do that.
1: Going back to Bolt 2, how would you be like, oh, yes, yeah, do this, 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 and this. Right. And obviously, we're coming at it with game logic. Right. right? From the, but from the standpoint of Wander, how would he even think... And even, this is and even thing- with
0: game logic, we were like, how the fuck do you do this? Yeah, this is- no,
1: we got stuck for a bit.
0: Yeah. This one this one was pretty... is a bit BS. But I like the idea a lot. And if they – I'm trying to think of, like, something they could have done to make that better. Uh, maybe make it t- – again, like the salmon ma- the Lizard, whatever it is, make its, make its health a bit lower. Mm-hmm. That would help.
1: Make it a bit shorter. Yeah, I make- also don't like where the last weak point is because it is not what the rest of the fight has been leading up to. Yeah, it's so on its hand. The last weak point is he's, he carries a club, and that's how you get him to knock down stuff in, on the second level in order you get up to the third level and how you get him to break the bridges. But once the first two weak points are gone, there is uh, another, not a weak point, but I guess, yeah, I guess a weak it's point. a stabby yeah, point in on his, his elbow. on his elbow that then makes him drop his sword and then, or his club rather. Yeah. And then his last weak point is in his hand. Mm-hmm. And what you have to do is you have to get him to smack the ground to then jump onto his hand and start stabbing in his palm. Right.
0: Um, I mean, I like that. I, you see, you say that it's it's worse because it's not what the rest of the, the fight has been doing. I like it because it isn't what the rest of the fight I has been, been doing. So it's like you finish it off with something that is a bit different for the fight, considering how long the fight is. Yes, I can I can dig that, but it's it's not dog shit. It's not god awful. It's just no. But, and I
1: like the visuals of him destroying this city yeah, too. I like I
0: like the visuals and I like the ideas. The execution is done very poorly. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of you have to you have to look this shit up to figure it out. C. Yeah, I'm thinking hard C, soft D. He could he could be a D on a really bad day and a C on a really good day. Put him in C. Yeah, and then the final. The
1: final one. Who is the big dude whose feet are chained in the tower, and you have to jump
0: run. up his skirt. You have to first. You have to run through the trenches. Right.
1: Because um, he which, shoots
0: homing missiles at you mm-hmm.
1: you have to run through the trenches and take cover and then you climb up his skirt thing and there's a whole series of things jump onto this hand stab this to make this hand show up and then jump and shoot this weak point so that he mm-hmm. moves his hand over and then jump onto his shoulder that was a bit confusing but i wouldn't i wouldn't say it's as bad as some other ones
0: no and i really like that you know the the skirt chunk is like a building. Like, mm-hmm. literally, the first half of him, in fact, a lot of him, even up on his shoulder, there's like a fence. Yeah. It, he looks like a building that got up and started walking around and someone said, you can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And they chained him. Uh, and I think that's... It's a really cool final boss. I think that for a final boss, it makes sense that it's its just a big fucking building.
1: Nails the sense of scale.
0: Right, yeah. It, he, it really yeah, does. it's just it. a big building.
1: Yeah. Um. He is also... The most, how, how do you want to put this? Because because his skirt thing is like a building. He is the most. Because all of the other all the other look like they could possibly be a part of nature, they have fur mm-hmm. and they're more animal like. This one does
0: feel like it was partially man made. Like that's. Yes. That skirt was not natural. It was something or someone had to make, make that.
1: Again, you mentioned the fence and the fact right. that there's steps on it.
0: Like it's that one's based off of human creations. Mm-hmm. Whereas all the other ones, it's like, oh, okay, maybe their armor, like the sword or the club, like you could you could argue, like, oh well that's that had to be man-made, or yeah. that had to some, be based off of something man-made. Some magical
1: mystical thing. Right. But no, this very much looks like they built it.
0: Right, like this looks constructed. Mm-hmm. And that's that's also interesting. And it's also easily the most sinister looking one. It is like all it the other takes ones
1: place in the rain and there's a thunderstorm and it has unique music. Mm-hmm. Um, the it's music very, is very somber. somber. Yeah. It's yeah. It does have this air of sinisterism about
0: it. Yeah. Like it's the boss itself. It has these glowing eyes. Like every one of them does, but it's because everything's so dark and it's raining and it, it just looks like this imposing figure in the background mm-hmm. and it's
1: a sense of scale it,
0: like all of the other ones. They just seem like big dumb animals at best and at worst, no. This ang- one
1: feels intelligent. Yeah,
0: angry, big, dumb animals. Yeah. This is the only one where it feels like it knows that you're trying to hurt it immediately, and mm-hmm. it's and it's doing something about it.
1: It does shoot at you right away.
0: Yeah, like it immediately knows that you're a threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, which honestly, imagine uh, being in his shoes. That must suck. It's like, wow, this one, this one, this guy's killed fifteen of them. I don't know if that would make me like more or less anxious about it. <laughs> Be like, well. I mean, I am basically a deity. He can't right. beat me, and then he does. Yeah, he does. Or would it be like this thing's killed fifteen of them? There's no fucking way. There's mm-hmm. no way I win this. I, I can't move.
1: I'm chained to the floor.
0: Yeah, I'd say this one's an A or a B. He's
1: A because he's cooler than Sandworm.
0: All right, yeah, there we go. That's that's a that's a pretty dope way of looking at it. All right, let's 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 turn the let so we're both looking at it. The
1: only ones that are contentious are Flying Sand Snake, who is an S. And your first sword dude, who is still an A.
0: Yeah, I would I would put both of them in S, personally. That's just me. But, okay. So, S rank. We have the bird and the flying sand snake. Possibly sword guy. That's Kenny. Both,
1: both of the flying guys ended, the, up, ended up in S.
0: Flying is cool.
1: Everyone likes this flying is shit. Cool, cool bosses.
0: Uh, at the A rank. Uh, we have the tutorial we, guy, the first dude. Tutorial dude, um, tower dude, and sword guy. Unless... I think, to move him before I upload it to Twitter. Mm. Um, B-Rank.
1: Is Mustache Man.
0: Mustache... Beard Guy. Beard Guy. He's a a Beard Guy.
1: Beard Guy and Sand Snake.
0: Sand Snake, yes. That one is... God, that one's weird. (laughs) I I like it, but it's weird. C is... C, funnily enough, has the most, which makes the most sense, honestly. The
1: first four-legged dude that
0: you encounter.
1: So the second Colossus. The uh, Llama with Spikes for Legs. That I don't remember at all. The first Bull.
0: Yes, the, the bullied bull, uh,
1: the first bull, the tooth head dude in the lake, and the penultimate colossus, which is the big monkey with the sword or yeah. the club.
0: that like. one. That one's only not in D rank because I think it's like there are good ideas there. Mm. That's the that's the only thing saving it right now. D rank
1: is the water snake and the geyser dude.
0: See, that's the thing. Like with with all of the other ones, I lobbied real hard to get them up. Everything D and F, I feel no. There are very few or no redeeming qualities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, and then
1: F is Salamander and the Second Bull.
0: Yeah, even <sighs> you know, the sound sal- The thing is, both of them have things about them where you could make their fights playable, mm-hmm. but neither of their fights are play. See, that's the thing. D rank, they're just kind of annoying, but they're not awful.
1: F rank is almost unplayable.
0: Uh, F rank is borderline. Like I want to not play this game anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. Because it's a game with... Even though it's in, like, both of ours, like, kind of sort of top-ish games of all time, the game has lows. Right. The game has lows. Right, but um, it's... But it's, it is it is still really fun. Yeah,
0: though. even again, like, the, the things in C-Rank, all of those are better than most boss fights or most games in general. Yes. Like, it's just it's just so good. Now, Justin, I have a meme question for you to okay. top off our Shadow of the Colossus discussion. Which of these... Do you, would you feel most confident that you could kill if equipped the same as Wander? Oh,
1: Christ. I'm not very athletic.
0: <laughs> I'm not very athletic anymore. So this is...
1: If one of these would be a... Would I be the best equipped to fight as Wander?
0: Like if you're, if you're equipped the same as Wander? Oh, so with the sword and the bow and a horse. Well,
1: none of them that require the horse because I don't know how to ride a horse.
0: Hmm, interesting. Okay.
1: Um... So geyser dude is out. I'm not doing the water snake one because I'm, I'm, I'm a decent swimmer. Right. Um, but it's no, the lightning
0: would freak me out. Yeah. Lightning is definitely a problem. Uh,
1: uh, also, none of them that require a bow. Cause I'm a terrible shot.
0: You know, let's go ahead and assume that you can figure out how to use a bow and arrow. We'll, we'll give you a week of prep time.
1: A week of prep time. Yeah, a week Bo- of prep time. The bow and the horse.
0: Sure, we'll give you we'll give you a week of prep time for horse too. I,
1: I want to say that the first guy, the tutorial guy, but he's very tall, and I know that if I fell off, I would not be able to survive like wander those. No,
0: that would, that would be a very painful fall. Like literally any of them. That's that's my biggest problem is I'm I'm terrified of heights. Yes. Off the top of my head, Toothhead is probably the one that I have the best chance. Even then, I'm not a great swimmer, mm-hmm. and that thing turns fast, but I feel like if I just latch myself onto the side and of it... while you're swimming, it could conceivably crush you. Right, it could. Or at least, like, push me deeper into the water and drown me. Mm-hmm. 2 is kind of like my best bet right now. Either that or the bull you can bully, just because that would be funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> With the fire?
0: Yeah. What about the sand snake? You like that one a lot. Do you think you could fuck that one up?
1: The flying sand snake? Yeah, or the, or the, the flying sand snake. snake. Nah. It ah. requires too much out of the horse. And requires to th- <laughs> it eat- requires
0: you need to know how to ride the horse and shoot the bow. And shoot the bow. I'm not doing that in a week. Yeah, even, even with a week of prep time, no, nah, that's probably not going to work. I'm not doing work. that in the week. Probably the same thing with the sand snake, honestly. Uh, that one also requires bow and horse, so that one's out. Maybe the tower guy? because like Who well, could you fight? Could I fight? Yeah. The uh, tower guy wouldn't be awful, because most of the climbing is on a mostly static surface. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly, like, running through trenches. So like if I again, if I had a week to acclimate myself to heights and a week to and using and also using that week to get myself back to relatively fit enough to like hoist my own body weight, mm-hmm. that's kind of all I would need. And I'd probably be like I'd give myself a 50/50 chance of winning that one. Similar with tooth tooth skull, that one's a bit scarier because the water. the water factor really does make that one tough.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: same thing with literally anything that flies. The thing is, if the colossus is walking, I have a chance of like skidding myself down it. So mm-hmm. it's like I'm not I'm not feeling a full force of a drop. Whereas well, if it's flying and I fall off, I just fall off and with, die.
1: With the bird, you'd fall into water.
0: Uh, that would still kill you. The surface tension would still be enough to kill. You never You ever
1: done a pencil drop as a kid?
0: Uh, I mean, I did, but like again, from the height the bird is at, it's about the same as the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's still it's still gonna kill you. Ugh. Yeah, no, I don't, I I would not be confident in the bird. That, and I just, I just hate heights. I, and it's, again, it's not just the heights, it's the unsupported heights.
1: Yeah, which, granted, is the point of the game. Right. Is the core, the core of the right. game. Right,
0: which is why we are not Wander, which is why right. we don't, we do not do these things. He's doing I, this
1: for a dead chick. After, I think after the second one, I'd be like, you are not worth it.
0: <laughs> Honestly, yeah, like, I'm... I'm thinking of like looking over at my girlfriend and her body, and it's like after after maybe the third one, I'd go like. Honestly, I'm okay with this. I'm just gonna leave. I could, I I could go there and I, <laughs> I know
1: I know the third Colossus is one of your favorites, mm-hmm. so I can imagine you come back from that fight, you're all beaten up and whatnot, and and you come back to your body, and you're like,
0: listen, babe, that was fucking cool, but I'm not doing it again. Like <laughs> after that, I don't want to see what's next. <laughs> Like, that's pretty fucking... That thing should have killed me. Right. So, I'm out. Like, I'll go home. I'll be say like, you know what? I did it. I killed three of them. Mm-hmm. It was pretty neat. And then I got raped by black tentacles after I killed them. I feel like that may have been a problem.
1: I have a feeling that the people who haven't played the game have no idea what we're talking about. Dead girl, tentacles,
0: what? Yeah, that's the... Listen, I'm not here to give you a fucking dissertation on Shadow of the Colossus. I'm not you here think, to read to you. You
1: think you could write a paper on Shadow of the Colossus? Uh, probably. I probably could, too.
0: Like, depends on the length of the paper and what the paper's about. But, I mean, like, I could, I could write a paper about Shadow of the Colossus.
1: I do like, in comparison to the other Team Ico games, um, I haven't played The Last Guardian. No. Although, we do have a PS4, so we
0: could conceivably play it. Yeah.
1: Um, I have played Ico, though. I have not. I also really like Ico. And I... From a gameplay standpoint, Shadow of the Colossus is better. Mm. But from the standpoint of, I think, setting an atmosphere and sort of giving you just enough information to make you intrigued. Mm-hmm. I think Iko does that way better.
0: So that's the thing with Shadow of the Colossus is there's a lot of stuff that you could interpret basically up until the very end. Mm-hmm. And the very end explains everything. It explains everything in kind of a still a very open way. way like it's it's still open enough to where like you can go, "Oh, well what does this really mean? What does it mean when that happened?" What is it? Mm-hmm. but For the most part, you know what happened. There's no like, there's not a lot of mystery left by the end, which I'm fine with. Mm -hmm. That's not a bad thing.
1: Ico does leave a lot of like, even when you even when you complete Ico, there there is like, what is who who what is the purpose? I can't go into it because I want I want you to play Ico (laughs) so that we can then talk about it because it is it is another game that is in one of my is in my top list of games. But Ico can get. Uh, the combat can definitely get tedious. And because the whole game is an escort mission, I can see it turning a lot of people off for being annoying. It's not the worst kind of escort mission because the monsters that you fight are kind of dumb. And even when they when they grab your the girl, it's, it does take a while for them to get away. Okay. Right. It's just the combat is really simple, which is not really the point of the game. Right. The point of the game is more... Just the atmosphere. The atmosphere, puzzle solving... And navigating the castle is is more of the core the core of that game. Hmm. Awesome core, because that castle is designed like a fucking Rubik's Cube. <laughs> so it makes for a really cool setting to kind of explore and pull this and move this. And what does this do? And the floor just dropped out.
0: Really cool. I tried solving a Rubik's Cube the other day. How'd it go? It didn't.